0: Hey yo, hey yo, my check one two one two, my check one two one two. Salutations, beautiful people. You are now tuned in to the Minority Report. I am your host, Dre E. The Minority Report podcast is the dopest podcast on the planet, where we tend to focus on issues, problems, great things, bad things, affecting all minorities across the world. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Microphone check 1212. Microphone check 1212. Yo, this, yo, yo. Hey, yo, this is Dre E. This is episode number 17 of the Minority Report. Men of Dishonor So today we're going to be talking about A whole lot of shit that got to do with men Now before we get started I want y'all to know man This is just my opinion This is my opinions on things I'm not the end all be all I'm not the end all be all When it comes to men And what men should be And what masculinity looks like Or none of that shit But this is just my perspective And a lot of the dudes I grew up around A lot of the dudes that I hang with A lot of the dudes that Um, I idolize That I look up to These are some of the values And um, morals and things And you know Codes of ethics That we stand on And we stand by So um, It may not look like this Across the board To everyone else But this is what it looks like to us So first things first We're going to talk about You know Just what being a man is And uh, Some of the things That men should stand on So First and foremost It's um, The first thing A man, a man, a man should have his word So when a man gives his word That's the the one thing that he should stand on Uh, Now I know A lot of this shit could get shaky When it comes to dealing with relationships And I'm not talking about Like I said, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend Things of that nature But just all relationships in life When it comes to men and how we conduct ourselves In those type of relationships So when it comes to Like Dealing with other men, there's just certain codes and ethics and things that we should be abiding by that a lot of dudes just don't do, man. I mean, if you're a man, you should be able to say whatever you want to say in another man's face, in his face, not behind his back, but in his face. Now, I've long been told that, uh, you know, that I've said things behind certain, uh, certain people's back. But no, I I used to always tell people all the time, I said it to them first. They heard it from me first, and then I may tell you after the fact. But I strongly believe in telling people, especially if I have an issue with them, I, I strongly believe in telling them first. And that holds weight in my relationships and everything. Now, when it comes to relationships between a man and a woman, I feel that a man should be able to... Work those You should be able to Work those things out Within your household First And then If you want to Seek advice Or you want to You know Get you know You know Just shoot shoot the shit With one of the homies Just you know Run a scenario by them And things of that nature That's cool too But To be To As a man To go outside of your relationship As a man And be dogging Your Dogging your uh, your, <clears throat> your wife Or your significant other out Um Nah That's 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 that sucker shit though, for real. So for me, it's always going to be I'm going to address the person first, and then we can speak on it. I can speak on it with whoever I want to speak on it after that, because for me, um, I may want to see if I handled that situation the right way, or I want to I may want a different perspective than the perspective that I just you know relayed to my significant other. But first and foremost, I'm always going to run it by my significant other first and foremost. Now, this whole subject, um, before I get started, this whole subject, um, it was brought up to me, I, well, not brought up to me, I was actually listening to another podcast, uh, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and they touched on this subject about you know to- toxic masculinity, and what that looks like And they had a real, real good conversation about it So if you guys get a chance, man, go check that <clears throat> Go check that episode out on the Joe Button Podcast It uh, it dropped on Wednesday So it's the latest one that they dropped Um, But I thought, and I never I never try to ever uh, listen to podcasts before I record my own Because I don't want it to, you know, I don't want to be piggybacking off of any other podcast Or I don't want to I don't want that podcast to influence My podcast or the subject that I'm You know, going to talk about But I just felt that this subject um, In itself was something that I needed to really Touch on because I do, man, I see a lot of I just see a lot of dudes out here Just not moving real man-like For real, and it's crazy because I know back in the day Like coming up when I was growing up I mean, we used that word bitch We used to call females bitches all the time And, you know, we still do at times You know, just through casual conversation um, I I, I probably called two females in my life um, A bitch to their face um, Because that's what I felt they deserved But um, honestly, shit, I call more men bitches Than I do females nowadays And... It's because they they really do act like some female dogs to me, man. I mean, niggas are, niggas are getting your face, man, and, you know, they'll smile in your face, and they be plotting and scheming on you the whole fucking time and uh, plotting your fucking demise. And to me, that's just some, that's some whole ass shit, just to be completely honest with you, man. And it's like, and of course it hurts, of course it hurts more when it's coming from someone that you wouldn't have never expected that shit to come from. That's why... It's important to know who you're around, and it's important to also know like when people show you who they are, you better believe them the first time, because that second time could really cost you, and especially that third time, it could it could really it could it, it could burn you for real. So when they show you who who they are, you got to believe them. Um, it, it's just I don't I don't know, man. Like men when when we was coming up when i was a young boy and i was coming up you know i had i had a i had my father at at some at a certain point in my life and then i had older friends uh uncles cousins um we, older people we just call them ogs we had we had ogs in our lives that we pulled things from we pulled things from on how to be a man and how to how to conduct yourself as one and Sad, sad to say, especially now in, in the year 2020, I know a lot of these young dudes, man, they don't have father figures around here uh, I mean around to, you know, get these life lessons from like, like me and my friends did um, as we were growing up But part of that is Part of that is our fault as a generation And then part of it is their fault as a generation because if you really want to know something or be a part of something or be about something, then part of that, part of that responsibility, falls on you. You got to go out there and seek that information. You got to go out there and, and, um, engulf yourself in in the culture, in the, in the information or whatever it is you're trying to be a part of. You got to get out there and seek that information, um, as a man. So as you're a young, if you're a young boy or a teenage dude or a young dude in your, in your young, tw- in your early twenties, um, it's your responsibility to, to 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 watch an OG and you know follow his moves, man. Um, I, I ask him to mentor you. We call them mentors. At my age, we call the older people that we young um, that we learn from. We call them mentors. So get yourself a mentor. Get you someone that you can you know start guiding your fucking life after. Because a lot of niggas out here, man, y'all just moving all the way bad out here in in in, in these streets for real. And it's really sad because. Like I said, I mean it's a far cry. It's a far cry from the way that we grew up. Okay, so if a man, like I said, if a, if you're a man, your word is everything. If you can't stand on your word, then shut the fuck up. That's how. That's that's just how I feel about it. There's no point in coming here telling your lies, telling your fucking half truths, not saying nothing. Yeah. So yeah, no. Don't say nothing at all if you fear you're gonna have to lie about something going forward. Just don't say shit. It saves everybody a lot of pain and a lot of, a lot of anguish in the end Because all that lying and shit, um, that plotting and scheming and shit That shit is for the birds And I've dealt with that shit i dealt with that shit on many different levels i dealt with that shit on a professional level And I've, I've dealt with that shit a lot on a personal level And from the people and shit that this shit has came from um, Like I said, I wouldn't have never thought in a million years That these dudes was moving the way they were moving and shit. You know what I mean? So first thing we're going to talk about is how we were taught about how we were taught to be men. A lot of us, like I said, you, when, you, when you're growing up, just like with everything, you take the good and in the, in the bad and you decipher the information and the shit that you feel is good. You 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 hold it in. You put it in. And the thing that you the shit that that's bad, you just dismiss it and you throw it away, right? So, you know, us as minorities growing up in the in the inner city, in the in the hood, in the ghetto, in the projects, whatever the fuck you want to call it, growing up in these type of environments, um, is it's hard in us as people in general. And then if you look at our parents, our parents generation. Um, they had a way worse than us. I mean, they grew up in the Jim Crow era and a lot of them dealt with way more racism than we're we are currently dealing with today, but they dealt with more. And times were different back then. So the things that our fathers, our uncles, our older OGs fucking uh, taught us, we gotta look at the times that they were in. So a lot of for a lot of men, and this is just men across the board, we're taught that we're we're not supposed to be, uh, we're not supposed to show emotion. That we're supposed to be fucking harder than concrete. That we we we're not supposed to be like we're not supposed to laugh out in public because we don't want someone to fucking take us take. Uh, we don't want someone to uh, think we're a clown or not taking us seriously and shit. So we gotta you know we gotta be mean mugging all the time. We gotta fucking be hardcore all the time. And that shit is fucking whack. And I started to realize I didn't start to realize that shit was whack until shit man, I was in I was a teenager, uh, my late teens, like eighteen, nineteen, uh because like, why can't you like men ain't men aren't supposed to cry. That's another one. That's a huge one Men are supposed to cry and show their emotion and be sensitive towards shit shit I'm a sensitive ass nigga man. I'll let you know right now I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive and i'm sensitive about my shit, but um, I think that's what makes me a man though I'm i'm, I'm able to admit that um, it doesn't bother me that anyone knows that about me it doesn't make me any less of a man because I am sensitive I do cry I cry when things when i when I feel the emotion to to cry i'm gonna cry i'm not gonna and it doesn't matter who I'm around that's just what i'm gonna do man i mean because I'm securing myself and i'm securing my manhood to know that yo I'm a man i remember when is when i switched my uh when when I switched my style up and started dressing more um more with with a more fitted looking shit, and a lot of my homies, they were still you know wearing the baggy clothes and the oversized clothes and shit, and the home even my homies, my homies would be like, oh uh, oh he, he dressing like a white boy now, <laughs> and, and who cares, man? It was me. I mean, I, I was a I was a father. I was a, I was a, a, a new father. I was a father for the first for for the first time. Um, and I, I just didn't want that look no more. I was trying to mature. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to fucking grow up, man. And like I said, a lot of my own dudes is like, yo, this nigga weird. Like, why he, why he, uh, why, why he dressing like that? Like, why he, why he always dressing like a white boy and shit? And it wasn't that. Like I said, it was just a maturation thing, man. I, just, I was, it was time for me to grow up. And then what, five, six years later, the whole fucking hip hop community started going to a more fitted, slim look. So, it is what it is, man, but I say all that said to say this, man. I mean, as a man, I mean, you, you got to stand on your own two feet. We, we can't be always following the fucking crowd and following the things that um, we're, we're taught, because just because we were taught these things, it doesn't mean they're right. Because, like I said, our our parents' generation wasn't armed with all the information that we're armed with currently. And especially we walking around with a motherfucking computer in our fucking hands twenty four seven. So that information's there. Just look it up, Google it, man. I mean, it's all there. Um, as far as your role models and people that you look up to, man. I mean, you should always. I mean, in my opinion, you should be looking at people who's Constantly moving forward Or moving up in life And honestly Those are the type of dudes That you uh, The type of people That you that you should Surround yourself with Because a lot of us We get caught up Especially us niggas man We get caught up in the hood And oh Before Before I go forward I know A lot of you guys Don't like the word nigga Or niggas um, And when I say that word I'm not referring to Just black men I'm just referring to men In general so that's how I use the word niggas So it's just what I say If it offends you, I understand You could turn it off, cut it off But back to it So a lot of niggas, when we grow up in the fucking hood Or in our neighborhoods And, you know, we idolize You know, the street legends, the hood niggas The, um, the drug dealers The the pimps And that those are the people that we idolize Because those are the people that we see growing up That's really getting money And that's really out there making moves and stuff But I mean, what what are we gonna do? But learn from the things that they do and how they move. Now, if you got a drug dealer who been if you got a dude who out there dealing drugs and been dealing drugs for five to ten years and he has no other businesses, he's not putting his money elsewhere and doing things like like of that nature, and then ends up either dead or in prison for life. I mean, maybe that's not the. I mean, yes, take some. Uh, learn some things from him learn learn what to do and then you also got to learn what not to do And you got to push you got to you got to push forward So you're taking things from each and every every everybody you know in your neighborhood or from the hood And turn that shit into a positive Because it doesn't mean that we all got to stay in the hood and we all got to be that way So that's another thing that That uh that set me apart from um, my environment, the, the type of shit that I grew up around. Is I just always wanted better, man. I didn't want to be in the streets. I didn't want to be selling drugs. I didn't want to be gang banging and all that shit. Whereas, like when I was going through fucking middle school and high school, that was like the cool shit to do. Like everybody wanted to be a gang, and every, I mean, everybody wanted to be in a gang, and everybody wanted to fucking uh, like that was the cool shit to be. And um, I come from that, man, so I knew, like, Colleen like, Texas wasn't going to show me shit that Oakland, California didn't fucking teach me at a young age. And when you're coming from shit like that, um, shit is in perspective. I'm not fucking up in fucking my high school, trying to fucking be a blood or try to be a fucking crip, knowing these niggas ain't never fucking shot nothing, knowing these niggas ain't never been shot at, None of these, none, knowing a lot of them niggas never... A lot of them niggas never even been in a fucking fight, and a lot of them niggas never even seen the fucking struggle. You know, both, a lot of them motherfuckers had both parents in the household, a lot of them. But they come to school every fucking day, and they want to be the most gangsta-ass nigga on the fucking block. Like, yo, man, get that shit a rest, man. Like, that, that's just how I felt. I looked at them niggas like clowns. But I knew, <laughs> I knew a lot of them niggas looked at me like I was the fucking clown, because that's not what I was doing. And that's how a lot of us is brought up in the world. It's like, if you ain't doing what what is deemed the cool shit to do, then they're looking at you like you're fucking lame. You know what I mean? And you know, you're know you an outcast and shit, and you know, you're know you a geek, or whatever the fuck the case may be. But that never really mattered to me. No matter of fact, that didn't never matter to me at all, man. I was always going to be true to myself and be true to my people, man. And my people, um, they... Uh, they supported me in whatever it is I did, as long as it wasn't no bad shit, and and, and I and vice versa for them. So, like what I'm saying is, a lot of us when I mean, we got to get out of we in, we under the men, mon, mentality that if we're not in the streets doing some hood ass shit or we ain't on a fucking block doing bad shit, then that doesn't make you a man, and. Or you're not real enough because you ain't fucking shot nobody, or you never been to jail, or you never fucking sold no drugs or you never fucking robbed somebody and all the other shit that niggas put on the fucking pedestal of being a real hood nigga or being a, a real man. And that shit is just dumb. Especially when you fucking almost 41, 42 years old. Shit, a lot of us, a lot of us is lucky even to make it to this age. But if, we still, if we're at this age and we're still conducting ourselves like we fucking from the block or we still want to be on the block and, and acting like we have something to prove to our neighborhoods or to our block, then you're missing the fucking point of being a man. Now, I can see if some of you motherfuckers is going back to the block or going back to the fucking hood and you guys is pulling those kids up out of there and you know trying to teach them a different path, then it's, that's some shit I could respect. That's some man's shit to do. You know, putting them in the classroom. You know, showing them how to be a man, showing them how to tie a tie, showing them how to um, be able to transit transition from being on the block with your boys to being in the fucking boardroom with a with a lot of corporate heads. That's the shit I could respect, and that's the shit that I would always give props to. But there's just not a lot of us doing that type of shit. It's on some fucking if you ain't got the jewelry, if you ain't got this type of car, if you ain't wearing these type of clothes, if you ain't got these fucking 400, 200, 300 fucking I mean, Yeezys or fucking uh Jordans on, then they look at you like you a fucking scrub. And ain't got nothing for you. You know what I mean? So that's the mentality and the shit that we get. we just got to get away from that shit. I mean, support your fucking your 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 nerd your nerds, your gadget geeks, your fucking your tech geeks, whatever you want to fucking call them. Um, what is it called the the STEM programs and everything support all of those shit and support all of those kids because those are the kids that's going to be running the world when all those hood niggas and those fucking motherfuckers out there just wanting to be cool is all locked up or either dead. You know what I mean? So just understand that being being on the being on being on the block, being from the block, being from the hood, being in the hood, being in the ghetto and shit that shit doesn't make you cool. If you're out here fucking pushing the culture forward To me, that makes you cool And like I said, I'm not saying you can't go and do All of the shit that Goes on in the hood Yeah, do that shit, but learn from that shit Uh, Let it be a lesson Let it be a lesson to move forward Let it be your springboard to move forward in life Okay? So, that's what I gotta say as far as The upbringing is concerned How we were brought up Like that fucking mentality of, like I said, just the mentality of what they, they deem as real men or real niggas out there is just fucked off. And I never gave a fuck about it. I've always been, I, in, in my opinion, I've always been my own fucking man. Man, I've always stood on my own two feet, man. I've always made moves that I wanted to make. So the next segment, we're going to talk about the toxic masculinity when it comes to dealing with women, man, we gotta we gotta really talk about this shit, man. Because I'm a firm believer in a lot of niggas just don't know how to move, man. Uh, when it comes to females in general, I have I have daughters now. I've had daughters for 16 years now. Um, I've always had a sister because I had an older sister. I've I had always had uh, female cousins, aunties, a mama. You name it, I have it. When it comes to females, I've always had those females around me. So I've always been one to always be mindful of the females that I I was around. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting up here saying I was a fucking angel and I'm a fucking saint, man, because I used to be just blatantly derogatory with the terms and shit that I would use around females. Just bitch this, hold that, bitch this, hold that. I used to be that guy I mean that's the language That I talk I mean like I said that, That's the shit That I always heard That's just how we talk So That's how I used to talk You know And I used to talk that way Around females And They never said it was wrong Or they never seen Anything wrong with it But um, Like I said Hindsight's twenty twenty. When you look back at shit And you're like Okay nigga You was wilding Man that was some wild shit To say or do You know so um, I fell back When it comes to that But Just how we treat females in general, man, it's like the whole fucking, for lack of a better term, the fucking rape culture that's going on um, and the uh, undertones when it comes to the culture that we live in, um, just degrading women, putting women down, uh, just all of that shit is just whack. And it's fucking played out. It's something that I never participated in. Outside of, like I said, I never degraded a woman, um, women rather, I should say, uh, by calling them bitches and hoes. And said, like when I when I talk amongst my friends, the, those are the words that we use to describe them. I guess what you can say, what you can say, I guess I could say like that. That was bad. That was derogatory uh, towards them as well. But. Um I never um had the intent to ever disrespect female a female period, you know. I try to, I have a lot of homegirls, man. A lot. I I have a I have a whole lot of homegirls, um, women that I hold very dear to me, that are sisters to me, that um I, I've always been protective of them. I've always been that I've always been that person. Like when they're around me, I'm the type of nigga that I want my homegirls and my homegirls, homegirls. To be comfortable in the environment that I'm in Because that's what's important to me And it's always been important to me So I always try to make sure they're comfortable I mean, make sure they're good um, Even like when I was younger, man I used to be in clubs And yo, man, I used to hate when niggas And thank God none of my niggas was like this But I used to hate when dudes Where we be in the club And they'll be fucking uh They'll fill in a girl's butt Or, you know, grab their ass Or grab their hand and, Or grab their arm I hate when niggas do that shit Like, with a passion Because first and foremost they're not your, Women are not your fucking property You know what I mean? You should never put your hands on anyone if it's, if it's not invited Like, if they're not embracing you for the fucking hug Don't hug nobody If they ain't fucking reaching their hand out To fucking shake your hand Don't shake their fucking hand now, To me, it's just that fucking simple Don't touch people that don't touch you. I'm in the fucking club. When I'm in the club and women who've been in the club with me can attest to this shit. When I'm in a club with a female and we were dancing in the club and it's supposed to be a fucking slow grind song or just a, just a, we just dancing in the club like this. (laughs) I'm this far away from them. I'm not touching them. I'm not grabbing on their hips unless they take my hands and do it for me. I'm not making no move on no female. Period, because I respect them that much And for two, man, I don't want no fucking charges I never want no fucking charges, man So I'm not putting my hands on no one Who didn't invite my hands to be put on them And when it comes to females, they're going to have to put their fucking hands on me Or grab my hands and put the, put my hands on them In order for me to engage in them That's just who I am That's just how I was raised I don't want any confusion. I don't want. I don't. Never want nobody to ever be able to say like I took advantage of them or um, any sexual harassment charges or I don't want none of that shit. I don't want no fucking rape charges. I never. So I've always tried to conduct myself in the move in a manner to whereas there's no fucking confusion when it comes to that because. Especially out in clubs or inside these parties or we chilling in the lounge and shit. A lot of dudes, they mad aggressive and shit. You know what I mean? They mad aggressive. They touching on females. They grabbing on females. I've always hated that shit. And when I seen, if I ever seen one of my homies do that shit, then I would correct them. Like, yo, man, don't be grabbing on shorty like that. Like, yo, what, what, what's up? Like, yo, chill. Chill for me. Yo, you need to relax. You got to relax. Like, fall back. Whatever it is you got to tell your homie man tell it's our responsibility as men to hold other men accountable for their fucking actions because we should all want women to feel safe enough to be in our presence or to be in our presence without feeling threatened by anyone around us So if you if you in a house and you and you guys chilling at a house you guys at a house party And you see how certain females interact with certain dudes and then the dudes is always on some shit like, oh, she acting funny or or she she on some other shit. It's like, nah, nigga, just relax. She just trying to have a good time. We got to learn how to like like they said on the on the uh, on the Joe Budden podcast. We got to learn how to fucking uh, take rejection. Like, it ain't that she's acting funny. It ain't that she's on some bullshit. You just may not be her type or that may not be the type of energy she's on. And that's okay. That is A-okay. She's there at the party, at the club, at the function, wherever the fuck she's at. She's there to have a good time. And she and I and all the rest of the fucking men out here that don't act as such would appreciate if niggas just relax, man, keep your hands off of people. Keep your hands off of people, and if she tells you no, man, that doesn't that doesn't give you the fucking gateway to fucking disrespect her. That's the worst she told you was no, nigga, move on. But things is fucking happening behind these behind closed doors with dudes and shit. It's like, yo, man, oh, man, if you got shorty, if shorty come to the crib. Or you go over to home or the shorty's house and you guys is just chilling and shit. It's okay. It's okay to just fucking chill. It's... <laughs> Yo, it's okay, man. I promise you it's okay to just fucking chill, man. Like... Maybe Shorty just thinks you cool and you want to fucking, uh, and she just wants to just be in your presence because she thinks you she cool. She, know, she may not even be on no fucking sexual type of energy, but you may be on that fucking sexual type of energy, so you expect that shit to, to go on. You know what I mean? You want it to go down. You want to have sex with her and shit. And as soon as she fucking says no to you, then it's like, what the fuck is you over here for? Like, niggas, we got to get out of the mindset Like, a lot of these fucking dudes, man Like, they they feel that automatically Just because she comes to the fucking crib Or you go over to her crib That's her saying that, yeah, you can fucking hit it or not Or that you guys are going to fucking have sex No, nah, that's not it, man Shorty could just want to fucking chill with you Shorty could just want to chill Shorty could just fucking want to relax But a lot of the time, man These niggas out here, man Like I said, they take the fucking no They take that rejection and they don't they don't take it they don't take no for 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 an answer so they end up uh, sexually abusing or in at worst case scenario raping the woman that there that's there to see them or that the woman that's there to see to th- see them you know and that's fucked up and like they were saying like they were saying like a lot of a lot of A lot of females out here are are keeping a lot of dudes out of jail because of the way they fucking behind. I mean, the the way they behave behind closed doors. Like this shit is real. This shit is not to be fucking played with. Like, nigga, men, if y'all cannot have enough restraint to respect a woman when she tells you no, then one, you're not a fucking man. And two, you need some fucking help. Cause if you if you're that hard pressed to have fucking sex with someone that you gotta force yourself upon them, or you gotta disrespect them before, before them telling you no, you got some shit you need worked out upstairs, and that's real. That's as real as this fucking can get, man. Like because like I said, I have I have fucking daughters, I have sisters, I have co- female cousins, I have a mother, I have aunties, I have all of this shit. And I'd be damned if I ever want any of them To fucking come home or call me up and tell me Hey yo Dre, like such and such, such and such went down I would hate to get that fucking phone call from Or that visit from any one of my female friends Or family members saying some shit like that That shit will break my fucking heart It truly will And then we gotta go to other extremes to Try to rectify the shit and for what? Because you couldn't, you didn't have enough fucking personal restraint to chill the fuck out? Niggas, y'all got to get it together, man. Y'all got to learn how to fucking act. Y'all got to learn how to fucking conduct yourselves and act around these females. And it does like, like, yo, <laughs> let me tell you this shit. i be, it doesn't matter how the fuck she's dressed either. Who I don't give a fuck if she's out there in a fucking thong and fucking panties in high heels. If that's how she wants to fucking dress, that's how the fuck she wants to dress, but that's not an and that's not an invitation. That's not an invitation for you to call her a fucking slut, call her a fucking whore, to disrespect her, to grab on her, to pull on her. That's not an invitation for none of that shit. Like I said, if it's not invited then don't fucking do it. No means fucking no. No means no. As soon as she says no, yo, stop all that shit. That's the best way to fucking, to alleviate all of these fucking issues. As soon as she says no, then that's that. It doesn't matter how she says no. Yes, ladies, ladies, yes. You you can just say no. (laughs) Ladies, you can just say no. But even if, Fellas, even if it's, no nigga, fuck you, it's still fucking no It doesn't mean for you to start pushing up on her, grabbing up on her, fucking yelling at her, disrespecting her Whatever the fuck the case may be, man, nigga, just move along There's fucking billions of fucking females out here You'll get one the next time Just watch your approach when you do it, man, That's 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 it It's as simple as that Um Motherfuckers in the workplace, dudes in the workplace, the fucking abuse of power is disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. Like for you to fucking use your position of power to fucking to fucking abuse these women. That shit is fucking shameful. And like I said, and, and they, they'll be the they be the main motherfucking ones. Talking about how much of a fucking man they are. But as soon as a fucking young girl fucking tells them no, oh do you know who I am? I hate oh my god. (laughs) I hate when niggas say that. Oh you know who I am? You ain't fucking shit, you're a bitch. Basically what you are. You're a fucking bitch. Straight up. Like no one gives a fuck about who you are when it comes to decency. If you're the fucking CEO of the fucking company and you're fucking what? what you're trying to abuse your fucking power so you could fucking sleep with women. It happens a lot in the military, for sure. You see that shit all the fucking time. And then, them same fucking niggas, them same men of authority or with high positions, they'll look at men in lower positions than them and frown upon them. Because they don't got to use their power or lack thereof to get the women that they want. But this fucking head CEO or whoever the fuck this manager or president vice president of this company is he'll use any any and all of those tricks to fucking to, to get with a woman and abuse their power or and, and tell them, uh, well, if you do this, I could promote you, I could do this and I could do that. Like like I said, motherfuckers, I got daughters, and I got daughters that will be joining the workforce soon. Nah, nigga, that, that ain't it. So far, you fucking, oh, my Lord, just nasty, just nasty, just nasty-ass men out here fucking waiting on, praying on these fucking young girls to fucking get out of college or get out of high school so you could abuse your power and sleep with, sleep with them, and most of you motherfuckers is cheating on your wives while you're doing so. Nah, that ain't it. And that's coming from a person who has been in powers. I've had I've had hundreds of female employees under me um, when I was in management, retail management at that. Hundreds. I've never once, ever crossed that line or used my fucking power. Uh, or abuse my fucking power. Never. And I never crossed that fucking line, made them feel any kind of way. If anything, man, I would, like I said, I, I'm always the go-to person. When they're feeling uncomfortable, come holler at me. If you're feeling uncomfortable, fucking come holler at me. Because I've always tried to make, like I said, I try to make all females around me comfortable. And if you're working for me or if I fucking hired you, then I I hired you for a fucking reason, and it's not because I want anything out of you. And every woman that ever worked for me can attest to this shit. Like I'm I'm fair. I'm a fair dude, man. I'm not I'm not hiring you to fucking get any type of benefits from you outside of what the fuck I hired you for. I just want you to do the fucking job. But for all you niggas out there just abusing your fucking power and shit, like yo, that shit is that shit is that shit is weak as fuck. And like I said, I like I said, they'll be the main fucking ones talking about how much of a fucking man they are. But they're out here abusing power. They're out here degrading women. They're out here just doing all types of bad shit to women that behind closed doors that some of they fucking homies don't have no idea. Some of them have no idea, man. I had niggas, man. I had, like I said, I had close homeboys who. Liked females who I wanted nothing to do with. <laughs> I ain't want nothing to do with these females, right? I had niggas behind my back plotting and scheming and shit. Like, we we call it dirty macking. They out here dirty macking. Like, they DMing girls and fucking, hey, yo, you talk to Dre. Um, well, um, did you know this, that, and the third? And all that shit be lies anyway. It be lies, and the funny thing is, it's always funny because... Like I said, man, I, I, I build a connection with the people that I talk to, man. So what they think they doing is like, yo, they think that the girl is going to keep that shit between them and him. Nah, man, like they always come back and tell me always. And that shit happens to current date. It's always some shit about, yo, Dre did like leave me the fuck alone, man. I'm not studying none of you niggas. I don't want none of y'all's girls. I don't want none of that shit. I'm in my own fucking lane. I'm on my own motherfucking business, and I've always been that way. But for you men out there that be fucking supposed to be your homeboy's homeboy, and you over there just throwing dirt on his name because that you think that that's going to get you closer to a female, lame as fuck. Lame as fuck. And there's a lot of dudes out there that do that shit. A lot of them. Anytime anyone, anytime any man speaks on another man and that man is not in, 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 in is not present, you're a fucking cornball. You're, you're a fucking doof. Straight up, you're a fucking doof. Like, I'm never going to be like, hey, yo, I'm chilling with some girl, and I'm like, yo, you know, Rob, well, you know, Rob, you know, Rob did this, and Rob ain't this, and, you know, you know this nigga did this, and you know, like, nah, Never. Now I could, ne- <laughs> this shit is hilarious to even think about ever doing some some clown ass shit like that. Like we don't move like that as fucking men. I don't never got to put another man down in order for me to look good. I mean, in order to give myself a better light in front of a fucking female. That shit is crazy, man. That shit is crazy, and fellas, man. It's, well, I'm, I'm talking to the fellas anyway. But let's 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 talk, man. Let's we got to start holding our quote unquote homeboys accountable for the shit that they do. If we know niggas is out here dirty macking on fucking females, doing like just talking bad ill about other niggas, like that's, that's that's shit that we do as men, as grown as men. That's not shit that we do. Tell that nigga shut the fuck up. Talk about something else, man. If you you can't get that girl on your own... If you can't get that woman on your own fucking merit, then that fucking girl ain't for you. If you got to bash the nigga you think she's talking to or you got to bash the nigga that you think is a threat to you in order to get her, she ain't for you. (laughs) It's as simple as that. She is not for you. If you got to do all of that shit, that's not the one for you. You got to move around because... She ain't it, bro. She ain't it at all. So move around. If you know that your homeboy is one of them niggas that be in the club or wherever the fuck he go and there's females around, and he's always a nigga that's always touching on females uh, uninvited, you need to check that motherfucker. And check him good. Make sure he understands what he's doing is fucked up. That's the shit that we got to do. We got to start policing each other because these real real dudes, real men out here, we've already become extinct. There's only a few of us left. But we got to start teaching these dudes, some of them are older, but a lot of them are younger, but some of them are older than us, or some of them are the same age as us. We got to start teaching them how to conduct themselves when they're around women. Just cause she tells you no, don't mean she gotta be a bitch. It don't mean you gotta curse her out. It don't mean you gotta talk shit to her. It don't mean you gotta start acting aggressive towards her. It don't mean none of that shit. It just means no and move the fuck on. That's what that means. And fellas, like I said, we gotta start policing each other. We gotta start checking. We gotta start checking each other. If you gotta, you know, you gotta home. If, if, if I, I've been start, I started doing this shit probably twenty years ago. So as soon as I became a man. If you got if you got homeboys out there who's always in the fucking club or just doing whatever the fuck they doing, and they don't fucking take care of their fucking kids, they don't they don't fucking you never see them with their fucking kids because they so busy being on the motherfucking block or being in somebody's club or being in somebody's lounge or being in the, on the fucking block or whatever the fuck the case may be, and you don't never see this, and you know this motherfucker got kids, and you know his fucking baby moms, and you know his baby moms be like, but. I'm not saying trust everything the fucking baby mom says But if this is your homeboy You see with your own fucking two eyes How this nigga move If you don't ever see this nigga hanging out with his kids And I'm not talking about them fucking weekend warriors either I'm not talking about the niggas That just pick up their fucking kids on a Saturday Take them to fucking Walmart or Toys R Us And pick up a toy and then drop them back off And they only see them for fucking, fucking Four hours out of the week I'm not talking about them dudes well, I am talking about them dudes. Those are the dudes I'm talking about. If those those type of dudes, and they, they, and they supposed to be a real man, they ain't no fucking real man. Ask them, niggas, what's your, what's your kid's favorite color? What's your kid's favorite toy? What's your kid's fucking favorite song? Ask your, what's your kid's favorite food? Where does he like to hang out? What does she like to do? Like, Ask them all of these things. And if they can't answer them things, fuck that nigga too. And, you, and it's your responsibility to let that dude know. Like, yo, you a clown-ass nigga. I can't hang out with you. I, can't fuck with, I don't fuck with niggas like that At all, me personally, at all If you don't take care of your kids If you don't take care of your responsibilities I can't fuck with you Fellas, if you know your mans is out there Cheating on his wife It's your responsibility As a friend To tell this nigga, hey nigga, you wildin' <laughs> And I don't mean that. And, and I don't <laughs> And I don't mean to leave it at that. Like, hey, nigga, you wild. And like, no, it needs to be a real conversation. Like, yo, nigga, think about what you're doing. I've had some some uncomfortable conversations like that with my people. I've had them. Just like I expect them to have it with me. I've had that fucking conversation more times than I care to ever have in my last fucking relationship. My friends was checking me. But I wasn't cheating, but that's that's what the accusations were I don't know how the fuck I'm cheating, I'm fucking in the house 24-7-365 Oh, the one or two or three or four times I leave out of this house on my own I just so happen to be fucking all the bitches in the world But guess what? My homeboys and my homegirls called and they fucking checked me on it They made sure they had the conversation with me on it To make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing Because you can't condone that shit either if you know you got a, If you know you got a homeboy Who has a wife and a fucking kid And you know this nigga living a double life With another fucking whole fucking family Like how could you fucking hang around Something like that How could you be around something like that Like it's really time for us to fucking Man the fuck up Really man the fuck up Really start having some real life Conversations with our homies It's time for us As men to start checking other men When we know they're doing some fucked off shit because a lot of dudes Do some fucked off shit And a lot of dudes Is around And we just talk Like I just said earlier We just talking up, Oh that nigga wilding he, Oh he just wilding No man He ain't just fucking wilding Reel that nigga in Have a conversation with him Because maybe nobody's Ever sat down with him and, let, and, and told him That his behavior Is fucked off Maybe no one's ever had That fucking conversation with him And if you guys are boys And you guys are homeboys And you guys are supposed To be close you should be able to have That fucking conversation with them My homies had plenty of fucking conversations With me About plenty of fucking things But even still I still think that my group of homeboys I still think that we're all guilty of Not really checking in With each other Like when me and my niggas talk We have like surface fucking conversations But for me I try to always ask No, no nigga how are you doing How are you doing How's your fucking health How's this? How's that? Like, have real conversations. And 9 out of 10 times, they're going to always chalk it up. Oh, I'm good. Because men, we, like I said, that's one of those stupid-ass stereotypes of what men should and shouldn't do. Men are not supposed to talk about their feelings. Men, men are not supposed to be uh, vulnerable like that. No, man, talk to your dudes about your feelings. How you really feeling. Because they may be able to offer you some advice that you're struggling with. It may be some shit that you're struggling with. Niggas, we got to start becoming men again. The younger generation, they need help. Shit, my generation, we need fucking help. We need to help each other. But the toxic masculinity that's going on in the world today, it it has to be stopped, man. Women are the most beautifulest, smartest, Creatures on the in, in the world. In my opinion, and in my opinion, they run the world, and they always will. We got to take care of that. We got to cherish that shit, and that's straight up. And I'm not saying I'm not on this fucking podcast. Just saying this shit because I'm trying to fucking get females on my. No man, because like I said, the females in my fucking life, they know how I fucking get down, and they know that I would give my last everything to any one of them. And they know I've always fucking kept it 1,000 with them. And they've never, not that I know of, and if, if they have, y'all need to let me know, but they've never been uncomfortable around me. Ever. I have the type of homegirls that'll tell me some shit, if that's what the case was. Straight up. So I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, man um, I just want to say, yo, men We got to get our shit right We got to get our shit together We got to start policing each other Because this shit is just getting worse, worse and worse So What else is there to say, man? Um, shit, man, I got to do my, uh, my final report Shane did a fucking podcast, I damn near forgot <laughs> Yo, um I'm gonna do my final report, man So The final report That's the segment When, you know, I just give thanks to You know, someone or A group of people in my life So Um, with that being said To all of my Homegirls And homeboys Who are nurses Or just in the medical field In general Uh, with this whole COVID-19 thing going on I salute all of you guys Um some ones off the top of my fucking head Um you got Joyce. I got Michelle. I got Fonda. I got my homeboy Reggie out there. Um, those are just the ones off the top of my head. Um, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. I hope you guys are staying safe. Wear your mask. Wash your fucking hands um, continuously. Um, and y'all know, man. Y'all need anything, man. Holler at me. Um, so yes, to all the medical workers out there. Um, we appreciate you guys and everything that you guys do. Um, extend the extended hours, some of you guys got the cut hours, but um, most of you guys with the extended hours and you guys on the front lines of that, you know, trying to take care of people and make sure people are safe. Um, we appreciate you here at the Minority Report for doing so. And to all my friends and my family, I love y'all. Um, you guys are all in my prayers. they lifted lifting a lot of restrictions in a lot of states this weekend. Uh you guys be safe, man. Be smart. Um, like I told you guys on social media, man, I'm gonna fall back and I'm gonna um I'm gonna let you guys have it, man. I'll give it about another month or so before I'm like out there hanging out like that. Um, but until then, man, y'all, peace and love. All right, peace. Whew. there we go, you guys. Another episode of the minority report is in the books. I want to thank all the listeners out there for continuing to listen to us each and every week to all of our new listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The more the merrier. Please spread the word. You can follow us at minority rap pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So all social media platforms, minority rap pod on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I want to shout out to my girl, Ty white for the beat. Uh, for the intro outro beat so y'all look her up ty white beats ty white underscore beats and that's on your instagram or on apple music as well you can find us at lace you with a beat or two um also look us up on our youtube channel the minor report it's on youtube uh we're on there please hit that subscribe button uh like us dislike us leave a comment um let us know. Let us know how we did on today's episode, and we'll greatly appreciate that. Until then, um, I'll us. Peace.